Hey everybody, welcome to episode 95 of the Is That Normal podcast. We are creeping up on the milestone, the 100th episode. Yes. It's coming soon. Yes, yeah. Here here in a couple episodes, we'll kind of talk about some of what that's going to look like yeah. and get people ready for that. But that's yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it's been a neat ride to, yeah. to do this together. Absolutely. And we've covered a lot of cool content and we hopefully have. helped some people, um, you know, know how to handle these crazy years of yes. adolescence and young adulthood and all of those things so so, yeah. so in light of that today we're going to talk about issues that that divide us yes <laughs> so and there's many and yes. uh and and we're going to start with one that's really important what your favorite kind of ice cream mm. is so so let me just start this off like like when i was a kid it was like there was two options like you were a vanilla person mm-hmm. or a chocolate person so so which are you randall i i mean i'm old i i'm a chocolate Chocolate ice Are you cream really? person. I am. See, yeah. I was like, I, I thought that that was like pure torture. Like, why would you ever eat chocolate ice really? cream? Like, I was like, I was hardcore. Vanilla mm. was pure. Like, that is pure ice cream right there. But I don't, so. I don't like, I don't want like fudge chocolate. Like, I just want chocolate just, ice just cream. Just chocolate, yes. chocolate. Now, as I've gotten older, like, I actually like chocolate ice yeah, cream. Well, but so, so I don't know if I've grown matured. and matured. Yeah. So, so, but now, like right now, if you're going to buy... Uh, ice cream food what would mm-hmm. you what would you buy Ooh, boy i i love uh i like cookie dough ice cream um you know when we make a stop at andy's i'm i'm all about the the ch- the chocolate chip concrete Ooh, yeah. but i tried something new the other night andy's now has a german chocolate concrete that has coconut and chocolate and oh man all sorts of goodness in it so wow that is pretty amazing that is pretty amazing so yeah i'm like if it has got um real chunks of chocolate with vanilla ice cream that's probably going to be so Mm -hmm. yeah so chocolate chip or something that's got big chunks of yeah that's that's usually where i'm gonna go i'm not as much a caramel guy yeah more like chocolate with vanilla yes so not chocolate with chocolate like Chocolate yeah, and chocolate and chocolate, that's too much. So <laughs> anyway. So along with along with ice cream, we're we're gonna talk about a few things that are almost as important um conflicts, you know, going on between people as as what is your fa- flavor of ice cream today. Yeah, yeah. We got a little distracted with food there for a minute, didn't we? Which that's all right. Um yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. I was reading a book the other day and they were quoting from this organization called the Institute for the Future, which sounds by the way, like, like that sounds like where I want to to work. Like, that sounds like an awesome yes. place to be, the Institute for the Future. It sounds like, very sci-fi. Yes, I totally agree. But they, they've uh, come up with this term. They said, you know, for most of modern history, like, you know, you go back thousands of years, we've seen this slow, steady change of pace and culture. And in the last 20 years, they said it's just, like, radically changed, the accelerated uh, change. And they call it, they've got an acronym, VUCA. They said, our culture is VUCA. Which stands for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And if you really kind of wrap all those four words together, and you know that, to me that kind of sums up why why things feel bad. Because it seems like every other day, you know, I open up social media or my news app, and like some new, completely unexpected thing is blown up that is like caused everyone to lose their mind. You yeah. Know? And so, you know, so so we are really trying to figure out how, how do you respond to that? Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, the I think I think everything is amplified today. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, you know, you have things like social media, things that make it make it very easy for anyone to share their opinion and, and to also connect with other people who share their exact same 
viewpoint and opinion um, at at any given time, and and we're right. not limited by location or, or you know the ability to communicate with other people. And so, in a way, um, there may be some benefits to that, but boy, I think it has just like made the divide so much deeper between mm-hmm. people on opposite ends of the spectrum of you know you name it, whatever the issue is. And so it's it's created this really difficult yeah. um, ability for us to find any sort of common ground and also just, just have difficult conversations. It, one of the things I've watched happen with it, uh, maybe even in my own house sometimes, is because I can have solidarity with people who think just like me out there on the internet, it has caused me to not feel as as much like I have to be in agreement with those flesh and blood mm, people that yeah. I do life together with. And so it's caused a lot of division. So when we look at all the, wow, the world's crazy stuff, like it's not just out there. It's, yeah. it's in our community. It's in our church. It's in our homes. It's within our own family that we've got issues that are causing us to, to not know how to deal with each other. And so today, to kind of follow up on our last episode about conflict resolution, uh, we thought we'd spend some time talking about you know, what some of those issues are and, and how parents can help engage with their children over these issues. Well, welcome back to the Is That Normal podcast. And you know, we've said this before, but we want to be a resource. And so um, we, ha- we have several different ways you can connect with us. But but we want you to sign up for our email blast if you're not already getting that. And so, you know, as an incentive, we, we've, we're going to offer up a some sort of free resource to yeah. anybody that signs up um, for our news blast, our email blast yeah. mm-hmm. by July 15th. Is that, yes, that's, that's our right. Date, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so if you haven't done that, do that. And that, that's a good we, way just I, to keep up with. I actually thought we might mail them ice cream in honor of this, yeah. but you know, that probably wouldn't go so well. But anyway, we'll, we'll get you something awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> we could try it though. Yeah. <laughs> so as we said today, we're, we're talking about, um, you know, how, to, how to have conversations about difficult issues and what to do when, when maybe you don't see eye to eye with, with other people and kind of how to navigate this really difficult current culture that we're in of, of being able to disagree with somebody and have those conversations. Um, and yet, you know, exist in the same household. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You so, know. Yeah. So why is it important to, to even address those issues? Well, um, kids, young people today have got very strong opinions. And mm-hmm. they've got uh, easy platforms to quickly let everyone in their life yeah. know what that opinion is without having to talk about it face to face. And, um, you know, so I, what I know as a parent... Uh, and as those who want to help other parents, is that we've got to be uh, in conversation, engaged with our kids, and, and a part of the conversation for them as they are forming opinions about mm-hmm. what they're going to believe, what their worldview is, how they're going to respond to the uh, you know the social justice and the crisis mm-hmm. issues of our country and our world. Um, I've got to figure out how to be a part of that, and so. You know, so so we can't ignore these issues. Like we can't just pretend like it's going to go away, or say because that's really difficult, or because we disagree that we're not going to um, that we're not going to engage. Your kids yeah. are going to seek out answers and opinions to these issues. That they're yeah. going to, and so if we refuse to engage in those issues, we're going to 
you know, excuse ourselves from being a part of helping yeah. them answer that. And, uh, and so we've got to do our homework. Um, you know, as these issues come up, one of the things that's really, uh, like you said, is easy to do is, you know, I'm just going to listen to people and seek out the people who think just like mm-hmm. me. And, you know, if we're going to engage those that we love and that we're close to that maybe don't have the same opinion, we got to really make sure we understand the issues, mm-hmm. make sure we understand both sides view and why they're maybe thinking the thing that we think is crazy or whatever. And so, uh, so we've really got to, got to check ourselves and yeah. make sure we're doing our homework and avoid these like mass generalizations like everyone who thinks that way is awful and yeah. worthless and and you know things that are inflammatory um that's not gonna help no and <laughs> and i think i think that's one of the the biggest things that i know that i see today is just um there are there are people on people corporate whoever on on both sides of, of almost every issue that that have that benefit from division and, mm-hmm. and that fuel that. And so sometimes it's just so easy to disconnect and not see the person on the other side of that issue that maybe you don't have, view things the same way. And, and like you said, make those make those big generalized statements um, and, and make assumptions that, that aren't always correct. And, and some of that can easily come from if we're only consuming our information from people who, who only agree with us, um, you know, there may be another side to that story that even if we don't agree with it, that, that may help us gain some insight into where other people are coming from that, that we don't see eye to eye with. And so it's, um, it's really, I think, important for, for all of us to have a, an understanding of that, that this is not always, you know, a complete opposite sides of the spectrum and that, you know, everything is always just cut and dry yes yes that's absolutely true and and but and but even with that i mean there is ultimately an answer Mm -hmm. and uh and we know uh that 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 ultimate answer is going to rely with god and his truth and so so another part of this is uh is that you do need to seek god you Mm -hmm. you know as you as you prepare even to talk to uh your loved ones and your kids about these kind of things we need to pray we need to seek truth we need to make sure that we're not just arming ourselves with you know things to say well it's because of this that the bible says that you can't do that thing it's more like god how can i be you know um, standing in your truth and on your strength and in your love and in your mercy and all the things that you are how can i how can i step in these situations with those things and so we need to make sure we do and boy uh, what what a great example we have in scripture of being able to go back and and see how christ modeled that Mm -hmm. Uh, you know Christ, Christ was not afraid to speak truth in right. situations, in difficult situations, and when it wasn't popular. But, but um, he he modeled for us a, an amazing way of doing that, with love, but also with authority, yeah. and, and finding that balance of not just going in, you know, ready ready for a fight, but going in in love, but also standing on the truth. Yeah, yeah. So, so as we talk about that, what are some of the topics, big topics of concern right now? Yeah, I mean, and there's several. I mean, this is, you know, and by the time this airs, who knows, something new may have popped up. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but, you know, that obviously the uh, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. um, um, homosexuality, gender issues, LGBTQ+, uh, that's, that is uh, very much on the forefront of so many things in our culture um, and so many uh, divisions that I see mm-hmm. among generations and people, and uh, so so that's a big issue. And you know, and in that comes with this whole um, redefinition of equity and inclusivity and justice that um, 
what I'm finding is is that just because you use a word and I use a word, that doesn't mean we mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually, someone was telling me about some research they were doing with some of the gender issues and, and, and from from those who are proponents for uh, the LGBTQ community, they're saying, you know, we understand that biological sex is a is a fact, but gender is a social construct and we get to make that choice. And so... So when I say gender and you say gender, do we mean the same thing? Yeah. And so so there's a lot of issues in that, and um, and then you'll kind of you go back another layer out, and then there's you know all the racial tension that we're still seeing in our in our world, and uh, things we thought maybe we'd set to rest you know decades mm-hmm. ago that's really uh, broiled back up, um, and so where where we stand and how we how we who. Who are we speaking up for? That's yeah. that is a dividing line right now. You know, if you don't say something uh, for the same cause that I am saying something for, then that's just the same thing as being against it. And yeah. So, uh, so, uh, and then obviously recently the Roe versus Wade overturn and several of the other things even mm-hmm. Supreme Court is doing that has caused massive uh, divisions and lots of uh, impassioned discussions that we've yeah. watched, and then. Uh, and you know, and then you just get to then you just get to the simple stuff of politics, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, what what do you believe about healthcare? What do you believe about housing? Uh, how are we supposed to engage poverty? What is immigration supposed to look like? You know, what what to do to solve our economy? You know, these are all real simple things that everybody see <laughs> yeah, eye to absolutely. eye on every day, right? So yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so knowing you know, those are can be volatile issues. Yeah. Um, how do we have how do we have a discussion about them? Yeah, well, and first of all, you know, you think about all those things. When I was a teenager, I don't know how much I was aware uh, or really on the forefront of thinking about those things. But today, young people are on the forefront of thinking about these things, yeah. and they're making opinions, and they're you know, and and really, in my eyes, there's a lot of targeted propaganda that's being yeah. pushed at our young people to give them an opinion if they're not going to form their own, yeah. and so. Um, so, so we, we've got to address these issues and, you know, so here's just some thoughts. Um, you know, I, it, a place that we always encourage you to start is asking good questions. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't mean like, why would you think that? Uh, that's not a good question. Uh, a good question is, is, Hey, I saw this things in the news or this is blowing up my social media. Like, have you seen this issue? Yeah. What do you think about this issue? Who's, whose voices, uh, are you listening to? Like, like, why do you feel that way? Why, yeah. you know, and so um rather than starting at pushing an opinion find out what they're thinking find out yeah. where their opinions at and how they're forming that opinion um so you can understand where they're coming from before you start trying to maybe correct the course if that's yeah. what needs to because ultimately there. we yeah. want to open that doors mm-hmm. instead of instantly throwing up a wall instead. yes yeah and so you know we've got to seek to understand we've got to be good listeners even if it's painful for us to yeah. hear our kids say things that we don't agree with or believe it I'd rather hear them tell me that honestly mm-hmm. than find that out secondhand or find that out when you know the wheels kind of fall yeah. off of everything. So and and I think I mean I think we're even seeing in the church kids that have grown up um, in the church that that have had you know have professed faith and had you know grown up with the teachings of mm-hmm. of scripture. Um, it's a struggle for them. There are some that that either just have beliefs that do not line up with scripture and and maybe they don't even maybe nobody's ever asked them why they came to that conclusion because maybe they're hearing other voices you know in their head or others that have just had this like internal struggle of knowing what they've learned from 
you know, what, what our faith teaches us versus what they're hearing from other, you know, adults or other, you know, sources of, of people in their lives that are, that are giving them information saying, this is, this is what you have to believe. And, and there's yeah. no, and, and, you know, and I'll say this again at the end today, but we got to remember this, that this is a process, especially mm-hmm. for our young adults and our teenagers that they, they are trying to figure out where they stand. Yeah. And so they're trying things out and they're exploring things and they're asking questions, but you know, whatever they say they believe today or that they're standing on today, that's not necessarily the end of the mm-hmm. story. And so we, we got to remember that th- this isn't the last word on this. And so rather than shutting off the conversation, I want to help through the conversation. Yeah. I want to, I want to be helping them process this and remember that that's really what I'm doing for them rather than trying to indoctrinate them and tell them what to think. I want to show them how to find the right answers and think the right ways. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and I truly believe uh, more so than, than in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. um, it is more difficult now to, even in, in the area that we live, um, it is more difficult now for a young person to stand on biblical truths. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's more at stake yeah. to, to make that proclamation um, than, than there ever has been maybe in our lifetime and especially in the part of the, the country that we live in. Um, and, and we have to, you know, we have to be really, again, we have to do our homework, really understand things, really try to under, uh, you know, seek to, to figure out all of what's going on there because there's many people, many um, entire denominational organizations that are standing up and disagreeing with what we would say the Bible says mm-hmm. about things. And so um, so there's confusion. I mean, there's yes. massive confusion out there. And so that's why we have to do our homework. And when we do start challenging thoughts and ideas, you know, try to stick to the facts, yeah. you know, not, not about, well, because I said so, but let's, let's talk through like what this issue is really about. Let's talk through like how we got here with this issue. Let's talk about not just what this one verse says, but what does the Bible teach on a consistent basis yeah. about these principles? What, where does Jesus or other parts of Scripture challenge this particular behavior anywhere? You know, what, mm-hmm. why do they challenge that? So, so let's let's walk through facts rather yeah. than you know just because I said so. So I think that's a huge part. And, and then at the end of all that, we got to point to what's true. You know, as we stick to facts and we say. Well, there's all these ideas, but what's ultimately true? Mm-hmm. And and a part of what we have to remember is that truth, according to Scripture, is a person, and that person is Jesus. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the best thing we can do is keep pointing them back to who Christ is, what he stands for, and what he means to us. Yeah. And, uh, and and that's going to help us bring us down to a foundational place. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and another point that, um, that we just want to make is that when it's really hard, you know, eating good food together as you talk about it really helps. So That's you know, true. so you know, you find out that that favorite ice cream, and you go get that favorite ice cream, and then we have these conversations. And you know, and, it, and it's interesting. I'm actually starting this coming Sunday a uh, a new series at our church about uh, biblical hospitality and, mm-hmm. and find a place at the table. And how it's amazing how many things in Scripture and throughout history um, are done over a meal at yeah. a table. Yeah, and, and a, a unique thing happens mm-hmm. when you're having a conversation over a meal because I know for me, it, it builds in moments to to reflect and to think yeah. um, uh, within within a conversation. I mean, mm-hmm. because because you're doing this other action, um, it just, I, I think for me, it automatically just helps me to kind of build in and sometimes have to, 
you know, gives me a few moments to process things as, as I'm having a conversation and even what I'm going to say or what I'm hearing. So it, I think I think there's a legitimate, like, Yes, there's something supernatural to... or, you know, transcendent that happens in a meal. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, yeah, we may not, we think it's just a mundane action, but there's something special that happens. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to bring down defenses, yeah. you know, and, and have a, a reasonable talk is, is maybe introduce it over, over some some ice cream or a, right. or, or a snack yeah um and then also you know as we think about this you know we got to pray for solutions uh and and we don't just want to say we pray we need to like pray yeah. maybe you need to pray out loud maybe you need to pray together you know maybe even at the end of the conversation when you get to a point where like you're in an impasse and you know you still are disagreeing like say well you know uh i care more about you than yeah. i do about you know philosophies or ideas and so because of that i'm, I'm with you and so let's just pray that God would help us to find the right answers to this. And, you know, and so we, we, we reaffirm that relationship and we, you know, guide them to seek God together with us. You know, a couple of really cool uh, places in uh, Psalms where it gives us some words for that. In Psalm 46, it says, God is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help in trouble. So if we're facing difficulties, it says he's with mm-hmm. us, very present. Therefore, I will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountain trembles at its swelling. Salah. So no matter how overwhelming the situation is, we got to remember that God is in it with us. Uh, and then Psalm 103 says this, that the Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. And that's a, that's a leveling statement. Because a lot of the um, emotional tension over these issues here is because, well, people's rights are, are not being, mm-hmm. you know, identified or respected. You know, you know, people are being oppressed. Well, you know, God is going to provide justice for all who are oppressed. He, he promises to do that right here. Now, it may not be what we think it means. It may not look yeah. like what we think it looks like. Um, but, but he promises he'll do that. And so will you... Seek that God together with me to find answers because He cares about this just as much and more than we do. So, yeah. uh, some good good levelers there of bringing it back to truth. So, yeah. yeah. So, so what happens if if we've gone through that process and and they still don't agree with us? Yeah, you know, and it is a process. You just mm-hmm. use that word. I mean, remember that we're not done. Like we have a conversation, we mm. do some work on this. We're not done. Um, you know, keep keep that relationship. In view, know that trying to build relationship is uh, is really key and really vital. Um, and and as you do that, just say, you know, again, I'm I'm with you. I'm for you. I'm going to walk through this with you. I don't agree with you, but I'm going to go on this journey with you. Mm-hmm. So will you commit to going on that journey with me and ask them to to keep seeking answers and pushing yeah. each other towards the truth. And uh, and so get them to commit to that that goal. Like so so if we're going to keep talking about this, what's our goal? Our goal is to find out what's true. And figure out how to stand on that. Yeah. And if we can agree on that, then we can take the next step together. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So as we as we wrap up today, our two takeaways is the first is to research what issues are big deal to your kids. Um, you you might be surprised um, if you if you don't think your kids are paying attention or um, either involved or or just hearing about some of these social issues that are going on. You're you're probably missing out. And so so just having some conversations or finding out what what is important to your kids and maybe what what are the th- you know the things that are a big deal to them and then the second is to to do some homework pray and and initiate a conversation be, be abnormal, abnormal.